This is the Women's Retail Collective podcast, where I, your host, Anne Mazenga, pull together retail's most influential women to talk about their careers, how they made it to senior level leadership, and how they're leading their organizations through the rapidly evolving retail industry. This podcast is made possible through the support of our sponsor, Parcel Pending. Don't just improve your customer experience, make it special with Buy Online, Pick Up and Locker by Parcel Pending. Purpose-built to meet retailers' unique needs, this smart delivery solution seamlessly integrates with existing order management apps and systems to make FOPUS faster, safer, and more flexible for shoppers. To learn more, visit parcelpending.com. I'm thrilled today to introduce you to my guest on this one. Today on the show, we have Sunny Jiang, the president and CEO of iBuyDirect. Sunny, welcome to the show today. How's it going? Everything's going very well. Thank you for inviting me, and it's my pleasure to be with you today. Yeah, Sunny, where are you based? Where Where are we connecting with you today? Actually, I'm based um, from Shanghai, China. Wonderful. And I'd love to, before we get into your career, tell us a little bit about you and your background. As you just introduced the president and the CEO of Direct. And um, I joined the company um, in 2007, uh, almost right after my graduation from uh, a university. And um, Direct is my first job here. Um, I started my journey as a finance controller and working in the finance department for about three years and um, followed by a promotion as um, our operations director. Um, when we became part of SLO, I was named to be um, the general manager. During the five ex- years experience as the general manager, um, I surpassed most of the business goals from the top line revenue um, to the bottom line margin profit, cost controlling and organization perspectives. Yeah, you can say that Direct and I have grown hand in hand. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you've been there for almost 15 years now. Is that right? How, I mean, yeah, tell us, tell correct. us a little bit about how things have changed in that time, because I mean, now I think the, the world we know, you know, buying direct glasses directly online, but it, I imagine it wasn't that way when you started as a finance controller. What, what has happened since you started? Wow, it was a completely uh, different picture. So when I freshly joined the company, yeah. I have a direct was a private, right? Owned or founded by our Israeli entrepreneur called Roy Hensel. So, um, you know, back in that time, um, EBD was um, a pure player online already. And we are the pioneer for optical um, 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 online. So, uh, but the e-commerce was not de- that developed as of today. So um, in, in the first couple of years, actually, Direct both worked for retail and wholesale. We served our um, um, uh, supply chain for um, the UK um, uh, supermarket based on, in London. And, but very soon we found um, the opportunity or huge potential to focus on retail. That is why we shifted all of the in- attention from uh, both hotel and retail to purely retail. And it was the story from more than 15 years ago. 
And then down the road, actually, as a pure e-commerce player, we have the business have evoluted so much. And, uh, you know, like from the channel perspective, a brand perspective, a business commercial perspective and a team perspective. Every year, new challenges and opportunities every year, the team changes. But I would say that I have been so fortunate to witness um, everything, you know, down the road from our small company making maybe 500 orders a year to now. If you look at today, you know, this year we are serving to more than 3 million customers. Wow. That's incredible. How are, do you have a, like a collection of people that have been there kind of through this whole path or are you kind of one of these, these people who have been with the company for a long time? Like you've got all this rich knowledge and history. Yeah, actually, we have um, our team who have been with us for um, over 10 years. If let okay. me um, think about the number, I think about right now in a company, we have around 100 people from Shanghai and LA. Out of, you know, the 100, about 20%, I would say 15 to 20% of us, you know, have been serving the brand and the business for over 10 years. Actually, wow. I'm not, you know, like the only one who right. they have been for so long time. That's fascinating. I mean, you don't hear about that often, especially when you have these companies that, you know, go from, you know, pure play, you know, eyewear all the way through now to an e-commerce retailer. Like this is the business has evolved. And the fact that you have this strong team that's been with you for 10 years, that's incredible. I, I want to hear your, your CEO and president now, take me to the day that you found out that you were going to be taking over this role. As I, I, I just said, um, you know, I uh, worked in the finance department for around three years. Um, then, you know, like uh, served as operation director, general manager and CEO. Actually, you know, like there are so many, um, you know, criteria or qualifications needed, like uh, from being a leader or CEO. But, you know, in my view, the most important thing is to lead by example. So as a leader, we should always be willing to do anything that we ask our team to do. And we are always ready to put the same or a great amount of work than the, uh, the team does. When the team is not available or not ready to do certain things, we immediately step in and to act on things proactively as a door. So this is the most important criteria or qualification in my view, you know, like as a you know, strong leader. So, so and, that is also helped me to become the CEO of Abad Direct. And so, so you were in the general manager role prior to becoming, is that right? Prior to becoming CEO? Yeah. Okay. That's, and, that's then, and then, so did they, so what happened when you got the, the promotion to CEO? Was, what happened that day when you found out? Were you surprised? Did you kind of know it was coming? Like, how did you feel? <sighs> Uh, yeah, it's an interesting. It's an interesting question. Let me recall my memory a little bit. Um, I think it was 2017. So um, okay. by that time, we have been part of Estelo for about five years. 
I knew um, that you know um, our founder Roy Hansel was leaving the company, and I I knew that we need a replacement or uh, we need a um, a new person uh, to be on the position. But uh, I never expected myself to you know uh, be selected. And um, the time when Roy notified me about this um, decision or this appointment, I was truly flattered. And um, it was, you know, completely beyond my expectation. I heard that there are many kind of competitors from the group perspective applying for the position. So that's why I never expect myself like to be on the road. But when I was um, notified about the, the news, and I, I, I was so excited and, and I, I, I don't know how to describe, but, but basically it was completely unexpected. And I felt really honored and, um, and um, uh, excited about it. And very quickly, immediately after the announcement, I uh, jumped to the role as a CEO. To be honest, there were uh, not many substantial changes to transit a role from general manager to CEO and present president at uh, by director because um, I was already you know like um, um, working on many things as a CEO when actually the title was the general manager so the transition process was rather smooth. That I love hearing that story because I think it's kind of a mystery, you know, like I love that you said, so did you submit to like when you knew the job was opening, what is that process? You do you say like, I want to throw my, my hat in the ring or like, how do you, how do you even say, or did you even say, or did they just tell you like, Sonny, this is, this is it. This is your next stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, um, you know, indeed I, I, I said nothing. I said zero things about because I didn't aim to be selected, right? As just not mentioned, but um, I was I, I was hinted, or you know, um, I, I I had during some of the conversations with um, you know, about director, the founder, I pointed out my concern, right? I, even I never expect myself to be on the road, but uh, I wonder and was yeah. very curious to learn about the process, you know, um, uh, for the CEO selection or appointment. Um, so that's 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 the, the the whole process. You know, it was um, you know completely a positive surprise for me for the result. Well, and you're a mom too, right? Yeah. And how? I mean, how? How old are your kids? Are they younger? Were they? This is 2017, right? Uh, no, no. Like I, I have two children. Yeah. My daughter is a five and uh, um, is a five and a half. My okay. son is only two years old. Yeah. Okay. So this happened before your son, and with a very young baby at home, you got this big news. How was that? I mean, you, it sounds like you already kind of had it, had things, you know, running. The transition you said wasn't too crazy at work. What was the transition like? being a mom and taking on this new big opportunity. Yeah, that is a much harder part um, in life, actually, to be a mom. And in the meanwhile, to be a career woman, it is um, it, it's, it's tricky and complicated, sometimes much harder or challenging than the transition work from uh, being a general manager to our, you know, CEO. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say, um, you know, always learn and, and uh, 
actually, you know, um, to have our first child, me and my husband, we have been waiting for her for many, many years. So we almost give up. Then it happened. So for me, it was you know, like a super positive surprise. And um, you can imagine that how careful and how much, you know, attention I give like to the first child right. and um, you know like me and my husband uh, we love children and we were aiming to have three even four children so um, so that's what but right after the first one we um, you know we were not that much stressed we relaxed we say we just right. follow the nature and and then the second you know like my son um, arrives very um, smoothly um but the, you know very soon we found um that you know it's um, very challenging to have our ideal balance i would say there is almost no ideal balance sometimes you sacrifice one thing for the other sometimes um you know the opposite way but uh, you know like we should have a mindset that you know there is no perfection sometimes when you pursue too much of perfection you may not be able to accomplish anything so that's why accept yourself to be not perfect on many things you know as a mom as a career woman maybe that is a good mindset to relax yourself sometimes Ugh, I I love that advice, Sunny. I think that's so good. There's so <laughs> so often so many of the women that I speak to um, on this podcast are they have very similar yeah. experiences where you know there there's no magic magic solution to being a career woman no. and being a mom and a wife and a sister and a friend and all these things. So I think this idea of yes, you know, just do do your best day to day is is great advice. As you think about kind of ne- the next few few years in this role, Sunny, um, what are you? What's on your on your bucket list for where you want to take iBuyDirect? Like, what what are some things that you're thinking about getting into? We're seeing, you know, lots of people going back into retail stores. Is there is that ever something that you think that you'd get into, or do you feel like you yeah. you know you have a good thing going right now? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, even after working on a brand for so many years, over a decade, I, you know, I have still have so much passion and excitement, you know, to continue being the leader of the brand. I direct, we are extremely confident um, that, you know, like the product that we're serving to the market are excellent. And the service is on a level. Um, We just need a little bit more people to know about us so they can enjoy the benefit. So, um, you know, in order to grow the brand awareness and to grow, to lift the brand to another high level, we are actually um, considering a few um, activities um, in the next year or two. For example, the geo expansion, we will probably continue focusing on the U.S. market. Um, or North America, but uh, we will open our uh, our eyes also to Europe, even South America. So, um, you know, like in order to allow consumers, uh, they know the brand is amazing and they can, as just mentioned, enjoy the benefit to be um, our customer. And also we are looking um, into the opportunity um, to have a cross-channel touch base experience with customers. Um, from online to offline, offline to online. So we just want to be at the places 
that you know like wherever our consumers are at and also um you know we are you know widening uh, the product categories right like from right now if you look at our director profile it's mostly on our white label uh product called um direct but uh, you know like uh, we are very open to introduce more third-party brands like ribbon oakley we already have on a profile but maybe next year we are introducing another few brands in order to cater um, to different consumers needs and also you know like a contact lens is, is also on our radar to consider we just need to conduct a few research studies in order to well understand people's demand and the market um, uh, the market need. So um, as mentioned from the geo expansion to cross channel touch base experiences to the product uh, product lines expansion is center. So um, we are aiming to um, be more active on a few campaigns or activities in the next year or so in order to grow the brand um, to um, our, like a stronger position. That's fantastic. I mean, this idea, I've never really thought about that before, but you know, you're, it's almost like you're building this marketplace for online eyewear purchasing, which, you know, is, is really unique in addition to having your own, your own label that you're selling. Um, do you have a favorite frame, Sunny? Do you like, I, I always, I have to wonder, like you must have, do you have t- like all these different frames that you wear and try out or <laughs> that would be such a fun job, I think. So Yes, so many. Uh, at Aba Direct, we have a total of um, 3,200 skills, oh, you know, wow. out of which, um, you know, 40, 45% of them are bestsellers. You know, I always, um, you know, like pick up some bestsellers to try on for myself. But even for, you know, like the the, the slow sellers or like the, the performers that in the, in, in, in the middle, always try on the like uh, and to see different um, uh, uh, look and feel of myself right now if you can see me from the camera yeah. I'm wearing a ribbon so uh, like a ribbon which you know like I, I got from a few years ago this is my one of my favorite uh, brands and yes. my favorite favorite um, best sellers at EBD. oh I love them yes they look fantastic well Sunny um, what as you kind of look forward again, you know, thinking about what you have on your plate in the next couple of years, what about the your work at iBuyDirect keeps you inspired? What keeps you energized and ready to go to work every day? Yeah, so one of the most um, exciting things is that every year, you know, as just I mentioned earlier, that new challenges, new opportunities, as you know, like a part of a larger group, we are fully supported to have the uh, to be agile and to have the flexibility to, you know, like uh, most of the things as just I mentioned, the business initiatives, the new strategies, the new concept, introduction of new brands is central to. Um, you know, like the brand profile, you know, we, as an e-commerce player, um, um, agility and flexibility is key, right? So like you you want to make sure that you react on things uh, very fast. And so that is also part of our direct culture. So we act on things as a team. So the team spirit is absolutely very high. And when we have a challenge as a team, we uh, react on it. And um, so that is the beautiful thing, um, working at iBuyDirect. 
Well, Sunny, you seem like such a fantastic leader for your team. Um, and that is one major requirement of having an agile team is somebody who can also motivate the people that are working with them uh, when there's so much change happening all the time. Did you always think that this would be your role? Like when you were going to university, is this kind of what you thought you'd be doing if you if you look back? No, <laughs> it, it was also uh, not Actually, you know, when I was in university as a student, I I didn't have much thought. I, you know, my major was international finance and accounting, but I dreamed to be a teacher, like for wow. children, you know, in kindergarten for years. And I don't know why. I just, you know, when I was very young, I dreamed to be a mom. So I wanted to be that kind of type of person. But, you know, like as I mentioned, right after my graduation, I joined ABBA Direct and there were always beautiful opportunities welcoming uh, me uh, to be on like the the, the roles. So uh, a lot of things are quite unexpected, but uh, I have been very lucky to have a lot of, you know, not mentors, but, uh, you know, like uh, coaches or, you know, like uh, people that I get along really well. For example, Roy Hensel is one of the people. And yeah. also my boss um, from the group also, we get along super well. And my talent is uh, fully recognized. And, um, you know, like the opportunity is is so precious for me. Well, I, I wonder, Sunny, as you look back, um, you mentioned some mentors that you've had. If you look back at your career, you know, even even when you were dreaming of maybe becoming a kindergarten teacher back back in the day, a long time ago, um, if you were to write somebody a thank you note for the impact that they had on the position that you're in, the CEO and president of iBuy Direct, if you were to look back and write a note to them, thanking them for their contribution, what would you write to them and who would you write that note to? Um, I, I I would uh, write to um you know a few uh, people um but maybe one of them is um, again you know like Roy Hensel the founder of Abad Direct um you know when he was here we call each other brother and sister we were so close to each other and our families met um if not every week every every other week my husband myself he and his wife and when he had children you know we come up with his children his center we were really close um you know in the relationship i would want to write to him saying thank you and thank you Roy, for letting me be myself so he, you know, like didn't limit my talent. He just, you know, give me the opportunity, give me the platform to perform as myself. So that is a big thank you, definitely, I want to give. And also, you know, um, right now working as part of um, a big, uh, very large group at Estelol Luxottica, I, I really appreciate their, you know, um, 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 their approach, you know, when they work with business is if you are capable, you deliver, mm -hmm. you continue being independent. So that is crucial for Abba Direct as an e-commerce player staying in a very competitive landscape. So um, that is another, like, thank you, I guess, like to our group um, as Lolaxotica. Sunny, if you were to be giving advice to somebody who's, you know, working in their retail career, they see you, they listen to this, they, they're aspiring to be in your position someday. 
what advice would you have for them? Um, I would say, first of all, be aware of your strengths and a weakness, regardless of how young are you. You need to know yourself. And that is the first advice. And if you are in a retail industry, study very hard about the industry. It is very special, different to, you know, like Jose, all the traditional industries. And also, um, you know, react on things proactively proactively and try to be your truly yourself. That is my, my advice for the young joiners um, of the retail industry. Sunny Jiang, thank you so much for being with us today on the Women's Retail Collective. Sunny, if you could hold your own concert with three bands, dead or alive, who would you choose? My favorite bands, they're all, you know, uh, from uh, kind of Taiwan or Hong Kong or uh, the, the 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 mainland China. I'm not sure that you guys are familiar with them. J2, you know, J2 are very famous, almost the number one famous uh, uh, music. Uh, he's a pop star, so uh, uh, you know his music has been famous. Um, I guess um, you know, like in China, Taiwan, and even Singapore for many years. Okay. Uh, I love every every single song that he composed and he plays. So if I have an opportunity to, uh, you know, like um, have a concert, definitely the first choice is Jay. Okay, Jay Chu. Any others? Who else would you add? And others is my model, role model, uh, uh, Fei Wong. Fei Wong, he's, uh, she's, uh, you know, like she, she has a special personality because um, you know, she's famous to be uh, silent, except for singing the songs. She's just a silent. She doesn't say anything, you know, maybe except for a word or two, say, thank you, bye-bye. <laughs> you know, that's it. <laughs> it really has her, uh, like, a personality. Michael Jackson. Okay, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, love, I, I love him. I, I love, also, like, almost every song. I like, I love his dances. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I know it's a shame he's already gone, but uh, but uh, if, you know, there is a chance, I would love to, you know, uh, have a concert with him or at least to be invited to his concert. 